a lot of other countries use prisoners of war to create manufactured um, weapons and other other goods that are capable of like danger, I guess, violence, mass crime. Um, and I think like um, what's kind of interesting to see is that like usually the train of thought is as prisoners of war, they'll they'll just simply like um, concede obsequiently to like the forces to, to produce whatever weaponry they're forced to produce. Um, but I think because like these aren't just prisoners of war, these aren't just um, like people who did not go to school or high school or to, to pursue the military. These are all types of people. And, and in Alexander's case, he's a highly educated man. So I, I think that like is is a root for the problem that was created because they're, they're not just having prisoners of war who who are um, order followers to, to create these weapons. They're not people who are who are usually following orders. As you said, he's been his own boss and this is the time he had to have a boss, which isn't the smartest thing. You're, you're confining someone who can't be confined. And because of that, that's why this sabotage can happen. They're, they're, they're kind of putting people they're, they're putting people who they assume will just follow directions in this factory while they're actually very overqualified and not even maybe not even overqualified but just like they cannot be confined they don't follow orders they're not just regular prisoners or soldiers they're, they're people who think out of the box and because of that they're, they're just actual people um it allows them to kind of use intellect to sabotage these weapons Yes, and in many ways, as you rightfully identified, these are educated people, and they have this logical conundrum. They're, it's 1944. They know that the Germans are likely going to lose the war. They know that this factory is a target for Allied bombing, so they're in constant danger. Um, so they have to decide, do they risk themselves? Because if they're caught doing something like this, running away, sabotaging, they're killed on the spot. I mean, you saw some of the incidents there. So they need to make a decision of what optimizes their position, what um, maximizes their chances of making it out alive. Is it doing nothing and just letting time go by and letting the the, the Red Army and the Allied forces close in on, the, on that area and liberate the camp? Is it actually fighting? Is it actually doing the underground activities with the armament? So these are questions that each and every one of them had to ask themselves every day because everyone had to sort of make their own decision about what they thought was the best chance of them making it out alive. And that's also why it wasn't so clear to Alexander if he needed to follow the instructions or the requests by the other POWs to collaborate because he wasn't only risking himself, he was risking his father. Had he been caught, both of them would be shot, both of them would be killed. So these were difficult decisions to be made and he sought his father's confirmation. He, he was waiting to, to meet him because they were working different shifts. He wanted to get his blessing because he knew that by doing this, he's risking both of them. Uh, but both of them knew that this was the right thing to do, uh, to sort of contribute to the effort uh, to win against the, the Wehrmacht, against the Germans. And he, he took that risk. But there was a huge risk that they were taking. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, yeah, just going on to that for um, the audience here. Um, basically, um, his goal, put in his words, is, um, this is basically his view of his goal. 
The idea of hundreds of German soldiers storming American infantry or Russian posts only to have their rifles fail at the moment of truth was purely blissful. Um, so these, they sabotage these weapons to, um, but they sabotage them intelligently. It wasn't just that they broke down immediately. They had them sustain 15 rounds of fire. Um, so they would go to target practice, shoot them. They would inspect them, shoot them. And it would only become a problem when they needed them most. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of wisdom going into that, um, sabotage operation and he learned a lot from it. I mean, during his life and he became a successful business owner. Um, I mean, he always went back to, to talk about sort of the influence that he had from the other POWs and the Russian ones. He always, he always spoke very, very highly of them. 